Welcome to the Live Long, Lead Well broadcast. I'm Dr. Mark Jones, and today our subject is what to do with all of this anger. Stay tuned for today's broadcast. Ephesians 4 26 Be ye angry and sin not let not the sun go down upon your wrath learning to discharge all anger now the word discharge means to relieve of a burden or of the contents to unload to empty to release to let go to pour out and what we want to learn today is what to do with all of this anger in Proverbs chapter 21 verse 19 it says it is better to dwell in the wilderness than with a contentious and angry woman in other words, it is extremely difficult for good relationships to develop with an angry person. And contention is how an angry heart expresses itself. Proverbs 14:17 says, "He that is soon angry dealeth foolishly, and a man of wicked devices is hated." In other words, people who are quick to get angry will not make good decisions in life. I want you to think about that. If you are quick to get angry, the scripture says you will not make good decisions because an angry person will always have to apologize and repent for their actions that are motivated by impulse. Proverbs 22, verse 24 says, Make no friendship with an angry man, and with a furious man thou shalt not go. You see, anger prohibits friendship, and it limits our relationship ability. If you will angrily share my weakness, if you will angrily share my offenses, if you will angrily share my annoyances, then that tells me that that is not a good friendship. It says in Matthew 5.22, But I say unto you, that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. In other words, there's a time when anger is justifiable, and to not be angry can be harmful. But as Ephesians 4.26 says, Be angry and sin not, and let not the sun go down upon your wrath, which means righteous anger has a purpose and it has a time limit. So notice the admonition of the text in Ephesians 4.26. It says, Be angry 
That is, allow anger its proper place and platform of expression. But anger becomes sin when it becomes destructive. Also, anger becomes sin when it takes us out of the character of God. Anger becomes sin when it will not allow us to reason in a way to bring forth Christ-honoring solutions. You know, even when it comes to who should be appointed to certain offices within the body of Christ, Titus 1.7 says, For a bishop must be blameless as a steward of God, not self-willed, watch this, not soon or quickly angered, not given to wine nor striker nor given to filthy lucre. In other words, managing anger is a vital part of the stewardship of my emotional person. I want you to listen to that again. Managing anger, my anger, is a part of the stewardship of my emotional person. Being very easily angered is a poor stewardship of who I am as a soul. Now, I want to propose this question. Can I be angry without being mad? Can I be angry without being mad? Now, the word mad literally means suffering from a disorder of the mind, temporarily or apparently deranged by violent sensations, lacking restraint or reason, foolish. So now think about this. Does that sound like godly anger? Mad. You see, we all experience things that cause us to become angry. But the question is, what do we do to discharge that anger? What do we do to harness that anger and bring it into some kind of passionate focus in order to create change or in order to bring forth solution? So what we must do is learn how to resolve our anger and to keep it from defining who we are. Now I'm going to give you some keys here. What to do with all of this anger. The first thing that we must do with anger is that we have to learn to divest ourselves of it. Divest ourselves of it. Now understand that most anger doesn't produce good. And so we should only subscribe to the kind of anger or passionate expression that will actually produce good. James chapter 1, verses 19 through 20 says, My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen. Notice that. Slow to speak and slow to become angry. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. I want you to take note of that. Human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. You see, we want to be godly. We want all of our living to bring forth the glory of God. We want to make sure that everything we do can honor God. So we must take heed to the scripture that tells us very succinctly that human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Secondly, we must 
make sure that we overlook what creates anger. Proverbs 29 verse 11, a fool vents all of his feelings, but a wise man holds them back. In other words, we've got to be able to reason and ask of ourselves in the midst of challenges, is anger a proper expression given the circumstance? Ecclesiastes 7 9 says, be not hasty in thy spirit to get angry, for anger rests in the bosom of fools. In other words, don't allow anger a safe harbor in your heart. I'm going to say that again. Don't allow anger a safe and suitable harbor in your heart. Now, Colossians 3.8 says, But now ye also put off all these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communications out of your mouth, In other words, own it. Own your anger and eliminate it. Put it off. Take it off. Set it aside as a practice that you do not want to espouse. We must also source anger, James 4, 1 and 2, from whence cometh wars and fightings among you. Come they not hence, even of your own lust that you wore in your members. You know what James says? James says you're angry because you want something and can't get it. So we must source the anger in order to starve the anger. Proverbs 15 verse verse 1 says, A soft answer turns away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. In other words, we must learn to respond away from anger, respond constructively, respond directly, respond forwardly, but avoid responding angrily. Proverbs 22 verse 24 says, Make no friendships with an angry man, and with a furious man thou shalt not go. In other words, we must unfriend anger. We must unfriend anger. Proverbs 14.29 says, He that is slow to wrath is of great understanding, but he that is hasty of spirit exalted folly. In other words, anger makes you stupid. And we want to operate in wisdom, not stupidity or folly. Now, as I said a moment ago, If we're going to learn what to do with all of this anger, we have to learn how to source the root of anger. For example, a very common root of anger is fear. Remember, fear expresses itself through anger. The fear of losing control, for example. The fear of being unloved. The fear of not being honored. The second thing we must do is that we must learn to actually resolve anger. We've got to resolve our anger. We've got to have processes that bring us into personal resolution so that we can discharge anger. And so the second root there is, is Resentment. Resentment can cause anger, and unresolved issues can cause anger. Now, here's another root of anger 
disappointment. You know, I always say that you're never disappointed by what you discover. You're always disappointed by what you expected. So you've got to learn to manage your expectations. And then we must know that aside from fear, resentment, unresolved issues, disappointment, always remember that anger is a spirit. And you got to ask yourself if you want to allow that spirit to rule your mindset. The Bible says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. So that tells me very clearly, anger is a spirit that wants to incapacitate my love walk. Anger is a spirit that wants to sap my power. Anger is a spirit that wants to undo the soundness of my mind. What to do with all this anger? Listen, I know today's discussion is a lot of information in a short amount of time. But I want you to process it. I want you to think about it. And if you've got anger hiding in your heart, I want you to use these principles in order to eradicate it and make sure that any expression of anger is productive and progressive. Listen, if you want to get Dr. Mark Jones to be a part of your next great event, give us a call at 888-538-3577. Remember, I'm on Facebook at Mark Jones. And then our church is on YouTube Live Manifestations Worldwide. Until we get together for our next podcast, may you live long and lead well.